0: Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast. The podcast two students, by students, for students.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the 2x4 Student Podcast. Glad to be together with you. This is episode 21. Can you believe it, you guys? We made it to no. 21. We're legal now. We're, we're well, yeah, uh, 21. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this. Shot. so this, Bring this the beer. is episode twenty one. Thank you so much ahead. for joining us uh, once again. I have surrounded myself with the highest caliber mm-hmm. of American young people. So uh, we're going to go around the table and let you introduce yourselves, and then we're going to jump into our topic for today. With the, the gentleman to my left,
0: as you guys wanted so much, um, I'm back. <laughs> I'm Evan, but for today, you can refer to me as Stud. Oh, thank you. That's not that's just for today. A classic.
1: Thank Seriously, you. that's every day. Thank All you. right, next young man. All right, I'm um,
2: Layton. My Hi. second time here.
1: Hi, Layton. Yes, thanks for coming back too. Yeah. Layton here. He's the sleeper, as we call. He's the he's the man. <laughs> the straw that stirs the drink, as we say. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then finally.
3: I am Isaiah or for, Ginger, whatever you want. For call the me. very
1: first time. The very first welcome, time. Welcome, welcome to the yes, two x four podcast thank you we're excited to have you guys here and it's a guys session i've had all girls i've had mixture but this is all guys it's so the boys yeah the boys i'm excited about it okay so evan uh evan's going to kick us off with our topic for today and uh, hopefully everybody can kind of chime in and uh and jump in so
0: Evan, take it away. The topic for today is um, confidence versus cockiness. Now, what my definition of co- confidence um, compared to other people is just going into any situation or feeling something about yourself where you know that you are okay and that you feel comfortable doing without, like, looking. like Like, if we're talking about looks, you don't have to look in the mirror every five seconds and be like, oh, my gosh, my hair, I have to fix it. Or if we're talking about, like, going into, like, maybe if you have a game to do or something, like, a sports game, you don't have to, like you, the entire time. You're not thinking to yourself like, "Oh my gosh, I'm messing up." If don't pass me the ball, if you're playing basketball, or I don't even want to go up to bat for bat, baseball, something like that. And like cockiness would be, you know, thinking that you're better than everybody else. Not good. <laughs> right. Terrible idea. All right, don't do it. Good.
1: Was- All right, so it, it is. It's on the table: confidence versus cockiness. Now, I, I'm gonna. I'll just kind of. I'm gonna look through the lens of of scripture and like following christ like where where does the role of confidence what does the role of confidence play in a christ follower because i do think that it it plays a part i think it should be there but cockiness obviously that's kind of like well for sure that's i think that's one of the most unattractive qualities yeah that a person can have just that's just me I take um yeah so what do you i don't know what do you guys think what let's let's start on cockiness first of all
2: we well, just, like mm-hmm. simplify what he said so like confidence is just thinking that you're good and cockiness is thinking that you're better than like everybody else mm-hmm. yeah
1: basically yeah. so yeah yeah ginger what do you think
3: no i agree i think the hardest part really is to find the line in between like where am I confident at, and where Mm -hmm. am I being cocky at? Mm -hmm. And I think that's always just kind of going to be a battle, not only to be confident, but once you are confident not to be cocky. Yeah. So you really have to find kind of that perfect balance between both.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that all of you guys have perfected it by now in your life. But think back to the past. Has there ever been a time or even a moment when you can, if you're just really honest, yeah, I was probably cocky in this area or in this situation. And can anybody share an example? And it's okay. It's safe because it's in the past and you're not like that anymore, well, I mean, I I'm
2: sure. joke around all the time and, like, act like I'm cocky, but I don't really mean it. Right,
1: right. So, yeah. I think for most people, for you, Leighton, that's probably an endearing thing. Like, that's part of your, like, <laughs> personality. It's kind of funny um, to do that because I don't know that anyone would... I mean, I don't know. Maybe they would take you seriously. Maybe there's people who walk away from you late and they're like, what a, what a jerk <laughs> that guy is. But, yeah, for those of you who really know Leighton, no, that's not That's not what you're about. Mm. So, okay. Anybody else? Real-life example. I definitely
0: rode the line a lot, cause especially on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I really rode the line with all my <laughs> captions. People, yeah, you do. Some, yep, I really ride that line between confidence <laughs> and cockiness. Um, but, you know, I try to, like, even now by hyping up the other people that are in my pictures at the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, I, <laughs> but to my thought is, if I constantly say I'm hot, I have to say the other people are <laughs> hot around me. And then I'm not being right. And
1: then it all balances <laughs> out. It all
0: balances right. out. Right?
1: You're all just super Yeah, I've hot. had a lot yeah.
0: of people think that, like, actually think that I'm being, like, sincere <laughs> and thinking, like, you know, I'm just like, the hottest. <laughs> and while I do think I'm hot, it's not that I think I'm the hottest. <laughs> All I gotta do is look at Isaiah to notice that. I think, I think
1: it's okay um, to think you you're hot, just not the hottest.
0: Yeah, it's okay to think that you're hot. Like we're we're t- not. We're not Chris yeah.
2: Hemsworth over here. That's the okay. takeaway. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I would say a place that I was cocky is not my looks, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Well, not unfortunately. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, probably like a lot of the time in math class growing up, mm-hmm. I was just always like, you know, I'm sm- I'm smarter than these people. And, yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Well, that's me right now. Yeah. So. Oh, so you are cocky. Yes. Now, so it's not a joke.
1: Do you say that out loud? Because no. I think you can have things okay in your head, but just don't let it come out your mouth.
0: In middle school, I definitely say that out loud. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. That's a little rude.
1: One yeah. way to make friends. Yeah. Just <laughs> tell them. Any. Tell Hello, them you're, I am better than now we Tell know why. them you're better than <laughs> them. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. Surefire way. All right. Good. Anybody else have like any real life? Examples.
3: Yeah, I mean, I play sports. I have, like, all grown up. So, like, yeah. back in middle school, I was playing basketball. And, like, I had just come off, like, a big ga- big game because the two people, who, two of our starters had left. Yeah. And so I, as one of the starters, kind of just stepped up and kind of filled that role. Yeah. And we had, I had a really good game. Mm-hmm. And so coming off of that, coming back to practice when the two starters returned, yeah, I was always trying to, like, insert myself into that, guys, yeah. we, like, you know, I don't need you here. You know, mm-hmm. come on, I can I can step up <laughs> get get out, for myself. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get out, leave. No. Yeah. But because, you know, they were, uh, you know, they, I would get, like, offended if they didn't pass me the ball mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like they didn't respect me as much. Yeah. But, you know, going back and looking at it, you know, I was just being cocky. Yeah. You know, I had not asserted myself enough into the team. I just, you know, had one good game. Yeah. So it's, you know, again, finding that line.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to kind of bring in a different angle and the role that parents play in the formative years that you guys have. You're 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 kind of wrapping it up. I mean, you're upperclassmen, you know, all of you, you're kind of wrapping up those formative years. I consider elementary school, middle school, early high school. But the the clay is starting to set, so to speak, as Mm -hmm. far as like who you are, what you're about. And that does, I don't mean to say, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this. I don't mean to say you're drying up and you can't change. I'm just saying like, just from a scientific standpoint and the developmental standpoint, your brain is hardening. The neural paths that have been forged are kind of like, they can still change and grow, but it's going to take more effort as you get older. Um, So all that to say, your parents have played a role in who you are and your self-perception. And there are some horror stories of parents that have not been supportive that have not been uh, even present but then there the other side of that is that there have been parents who have been uh how do i say almost too supportive like they've they've like (laughs) they've put these rose-colored glasses on your face and you think you're hot stuff you think everything you do is magnificent you're the center of the universe and everything revolves around you so can we can we talk for just a minute about I mean as you kind of look as objectively as possible at your relationship with your parents, what have they contributed to the whole confidence your confidence level, if anything? And I know that's a weird big question, but I'm just throwing it out there. Well,
2: me and my dad are like extremely similar, so we just kind of joke around with each other about it.
1: Okay, yeah. so you see your dad as a big influence and in kind of like how you view yourself, but yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either of you guys, any thoughts on that?
3: Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, I grew up in a house with my three aunts, my mom, mm-hmm. my grandpa, my grandma, and we all grew up like that. Yeah. And so when I was younger, yeah, the whole time I was surrounded by people like my aunts, who you know they were all very uplifting to yeah. me because I was yeah. like the little brother that they never had. Right. Right. So when I would like would grow up and I would come in to, you know leave the house and I would go out and I would you know do sports or go to church or whatever, mm-hmm. I found myself you know, kind of like struggling with this thing of, um, am I really like living up to the standard that they're giving me? Not really that I'm too confident, but that I wasn't confident enough because they'd given me all this confidence Mm -hmm. and I'd step out into the real world and I would struggle to be the person that they wanted me to be or the person that they saw me. And so I was struggling on the other side of the spectrum, not having enough confidence.
1: That's a powerful insight because sometimes parents can unwittingly and inadvertently... Set you up for failure if everything you do is gold, everything you do is awesome, and you step out as an you know as an adolescent, younger or excuse me, older teenager, college years, you step out and you realize not everybody thinks that everything you do is amazing. You can kind of go through a hard shift there. So that's a really really good uh, insight. So, okay, let's bring it back to um, a Jesus perspective. Let's kind of look at things through his. In what ways, just in your own opinion or how you view things in what ways does confidence play a role in the life of a christ follower
0: i would say you have to be confident in what you know at all like m- and most of the time because people are going to give you questions mm-hmm. you're in a face situations and you're to be confident in what your answer is mm-hmm. and how you react to it yeah so you constantly have to like study to be confident there's like being regularly confident you have to practice it you mm-hmm. you don't just go up and be confident yeah and in the role of con- Christ follower you have to be even more confident in how you approach situations to certain yeah. people based on everything about them you have to change the way that you do it
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's good that reminds me of um the apostle Paul he gave some um advice to Timothy he said um he said he said he Told him well, there are a couple of different occasions. Number one, he told him to to um, to be ready. Um, he told him to study the word and um, study to. He said, study to show yourself approved. And so, um, and he goes on to say, a workman doesn't need to be ashamed handling accurately the word of truth. And so, I think you're right, Evan. There really is a there's kind of a there's an exercise to it. There's kind of a discipline to it because I do think that we should be able even in the simplest of terms, to be able to explain to somebody, well, here's where my hope lies, and here's who Jesus is to me. And that's not a big theological sermon. That's not a big, you know, PowerPoint presentation. That could be two sentences. So I think we do have to be ready uh, with that. And to your point, to do it confidently. Okay. What other thoughts do you have about confidence in the life of a Christ follower?
3: For me, what I would say on it is um, just kind of dealing with like social anxiety and anxiety mm-hmm. in general, because mm-hmm. I know that's something that, you know, I've struggled with and yeah. a lot of people, yeah. if not everyone has struggled with at one point in their time. And so like what, uh, what Evan said, you know, you have to be confident in the word and confident in what you know, mm-hmm. but you also have to be confident enough to convey it. Mm-hmm. And so just being able to walk up to someone you don't know and yeah. saying, hey, God loves you. Hey, mm-hmm. let me tell you about something here. You know, mm-hmm. le- just let me start a conversation with you yeah. and let's see where it goes. And I just think having the confidence just to be able to, you know, be fishers of men, like how Christ called us to be, is something that's also really important.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I don't think, and this isn't contradictory, I hope, it doesn't sound this way, I don't think you have to have all the answers in order to be confident. Because nobody, nobody has all the answers. And there are people that are more eloquent and more well-spoken than other people. Um, But, you know, going back to the Old Testament, God chose Moses who from what we understand had almost no confidence in himself in his ability to communicate. We're told that he had some kind of speech. I don't know if he stuttered or just, you know, was had some kind of impediment or anyway, the bottom line is he had no confidence. He's trying to like push God off onto somebody else. Hey, did you think about this person or that person instead of asking me to do this? So I think we also have to lean completely on God and who he is and what he can do in our lives, rather than just thinking, "Oh man, I can't open my mouth until I know every answer to every question." Because uh, I go back to the the kid that was blind that Jesus healed in the New Testament, and everybody asked him, "Hey, what? Who is this guy? Tell us all the details." And they had all these questions that he couldn't answer, and he his answer was simply this. I don't know if he's a good guy, if he's a bad guy. I don't know where he came from, where he's going. I don't know any of that stuff. Here's what I do know. I was blind and now I can see. And that was the whole kid's testimony. So, and that was enough. That was enough for them. So I don't think you have to know, because we're always going to have questions we can't answer. I don't think you have to know all of the answers to be able to have confidence in who Christ is, you know, what he's doing in your life and what he has done in your life. And Sharing that hope with with other people, yeah. And cockiness, I think we've we've kind of left that behind. But cockiness, this is just my opinion, and I would love to hear from you guys. I don't think has any legitimate p- place in yeah. you know in a in a Christian's life uh, in in any way. I don't think you can you can bend it or construe it or can twi- twist it to say, oh yeah, it kind of fits over here, because it's just such a repulsive quality. Yeah. Not even quality. That's not the right word, but characteristic cockiness unless it's in jest joking like Layton was talking about earlier um, yeah okay any other thoughts from you guys this is a, this is a really good conversation
0: cricket cricket I was gonna say it's gonna be it's like it might like to build confidence with yourself mm-hmm. speaking from experience it might take like years yeah. I I'm pretty if i'm not mistaken i was not confident in myself and it was showing outwardly like i would not like now i would say i dress pretty okay but i was so insecure about everything that i could not like i wouldn't dress myself i would only wear baggy clothes because i was so scared of like if like you know my stomach was showing or my Mm -hmm. legs were too big Now I'm wearing pretty tight clothes, so Mm -hmm. look at what you want. But, but yeah, it's going to take a lot of work with myself. I think it was basically from when I was born, I was not raised in a way that built up my confidence. In myself, in Like, my dad would, like, try to build my confidence. If I ever said anything bad, he would make me sit in the corner for, like, three hours. Yeah. But, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> mind an over-exaggeration. But most of the time, I was not being raised in a way that was building up my confidence at all. So, yeah. when I was going out in the world, I never really built relationships with people. And so, it didn't take until uh, beginning of high school when I actually thought to myself, like, maybe I need to become, like, I was getting tired of looking in the mirror every single day and not liking what I saw and going to baseball every single week and not thinking that I was performing well enough to everybody's standards of me. Yeah. And it wasn't until beginning of high school when I realized that, like, I need to change how I view myself. I didn't really realize that I needed to change how I view myself until Fall Retreat of 2018. I, was, I made all these new friends, mm-hmm. and some of the people there um, were, like, exactly what I was thinking that I needed to be. hmm in confidence wise, they were not afraid to be themselves. Um, they were, you know, they weren't like the most like macho guys there. And so, and they were they were okay with that and I never really experienced that. If I wasn't the most macho that I could be, I felt like I everybody was looking at me in a weird way. So I had to come to terms with that and it wasn't until probably the end of the, saw, like near the end of when we came close to the um, quarantine Um, that I really found myself to be confident in myself. So Mm -hmm. it took like almost two years to be fully confident and not be, um, always down to myself about everything.
1: Yeah. And I would dare say that two years from now, you'll be two years further along in that journey. And then another two years, you know, it's, I can't, I don't think we should look at really any aspect of like, okay, now I've arrived. Now I have that nailed down. Cause it's all a journey on every level, but that's, it's powerful that you can look back and you can kind of see those benchmarks, those kind of mile markers on your, on your journey to be able to see, oh, well, here's where things started to change for me, which I think is is really cool. uh, A really cool thing. But yeah, we're all, we're all progressing, you know, like I don't want to be the same person a year from now that I am today in different ways. I want to be, further down the road not just a year older but i want to be i want to have taken some steps you know grown some ways and i'm an old guy too so um yeah i just want to have that mentality but that's that's really powerful to me humility is it's it's like the it's the gift or the peace that somebody has when they know what god has said about them and they rest in that and they know that even in spite of themselves, they can be used by God to bless other people. To me, that's humility. And if you look at the life of Jesus, humility was at the core of his mission, the core of his character. Um, The whole reason why he came was kind of made possible by humility. So yeah, when we get in touch with that, which is what combats cockiness, when we get in touch with that, awesome things start to happen in our lives. When we can... I once heard somebody say humility isn't thinking of thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. So mm-hmm. the more you think of yourself less, not that you're not important. I believe we're called to love ourselves. That's pretty clear from the words of Jesus. But it's not you're never the most important person in the room. And we can always put other people ahead of ours ahead of ourselves. So yeah. to me that's a beautiful confidence to have because cockiness grasps for the center, mm-hmm. grasps for attention. Uh, and look at me, look at me. Um, so anyway, this is a good, really good conversation. I appreciate everything that, that's been shared. Okay, before we sign off, any other closing thoughts? Anybody has? I don't want to leave anything.
2: Well, going back to what we were talking your, about before, yeah. like if you're a Christ follower and you want to approach someone about it, if you're cocky, then you're going to think you know all the answers right? and you're going to get like knocked in your butt right? if they ask you a yeah. question that yes. you don't know.
1: That's so good. Yeah. Yes. Fact. I have found um, I have found actually, this isn't a video podcast, it's only audio, but right over your shoulder, Layton, there, there's a little sketch that I put, it's a, it's a, a bridge there. And on the bridge, uh, there are the words "time, trust, love, and risk." And over it it says, "The Gospel of grace travels best when these four ingredients are, are present. And I've been somebody who knocks on doors. Like I have Mm -hmm. knocked on strangers' doors to present the gospel to them. And if you feel like that's what God is calling you to do, God bless you. Okay, go for it, right? Here's what I found. That's probably the least effective way to communicate the gospel to somebody. Because I think it takes time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Time will lead to trust. Uh, You have to show love to somebody. Uh, if you look at Jesus' life, he would—he seemed to always do something physical for someone before he addressed the spiritual need. He would meet the physical need and then address the spiritual need. So I think in just that way, that's kind of our blueprint. And then at some point, you're going to have to risk. At some point, you're going to open up your mouth and say, "Here's who Jesus is to me." And I'm not shoving him on you. I'm just telling you he's been good, he's been faithful. I found his promises to be true. I was a scoundrel. I needed help. I was lost in my own self and my own sin. And he saved me from that. He gave me purpose and hope and peace and love, and I just want you to know about that. And so, and then you let you let them make their own decision. So, yeah, that's powerful. You're totally right, Leighton. Like, if you come across as cocky, like that's a very that's a, a very effective repellent <laughs> to to other people. Because <laughs> nobody likes it. But yeah. all right, that's good. Good. All right. Anybody else got anything else to? to share
0: i think my closing um remarks to the first podcast i've ever was on fits here don't worry you're hot yeah and i think that's good.
1: yes yeah and so take that with you dear friends dear listeners <laughs> don't worry you're put hot in your back pocket you that's right put it in mm-hmm. your back pocket mm-hmm. yeah for those moments when you need to be reminded all right thanks you guys thanks for being on this episode 21 of the two by four podcast and thanks to everybody who is listening uh, and hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time. Say bye.
0: Goodbye. Adios. Adios. You- Thank you for listening to the Two by Four Student Podcast, the podcast two students by students for students.